You're listening to Financial Insights, a podcast that helps investors through the difficult maze of financial planning and saving for retirement. I'm Brian Ullman, and I'm a financial advisor and certified financial planner at Ford Financial Group. And together with some guests and other advisors at my firm, we're talking about the issues and questions relating to finance that face our clients every day. Thanks for joining us for the latest podcast episode. Um, We are joined this week by Nick Redmond, a certified financial planner in our office and a financial advisor with Ford Financial Group. And we are talking about uh, the act that was just passed by Congress and signed into law by the president last week, which is uh, an act providing some call it stimulus and others call it relief from the coronavirus where we're there is an expansion of unemployment benefits. There are some checks being sent to taxpayers and some relief for business owners and employers out there to help everybody cope with what's essentially been an economic timeout as we are dealing with the coronavirus. Uh, and so we are going to dig in and talk about that in a moment. Uh, in the meantime, though, I will say thank you for joining us for another podcast episode. I understand our posting schedules are a little bit wacky right now. We, In the past, we've always posted on Monday, but with the, with the amount of news coming through, we are trying to address it in a timely fashion, and that's why you're getting so many of these midweek podcast episodes as we try and parse through what's going on with markets, what's going on with stimulus packages, and with the Federal Reserve and Congress and monetary and fiscal policy and so on and so forth. So um, I appreciate your patience with that. Hang tight. And we're going to dig in right now with Nick Redmond talking about uh, the Stimulus Act. All right, Nick, uh, let's get started. How are you hanging in there right now? Everybody stir crazy in your house? Yeah, yeah, as, as can be expected. We've got Aaron and I working, you know, obviously both from home. We've yep. got two kids are who are doing Zoom meetings, uh, just like everybody else doing Zoom meetings. Yep. And, and so they're doing that with their schoolwork, and then they've got packs of homework. But honestly, uh, they've got this week, and then they're supposed to have uh, spring break next week. So they're they're actually running out of things to do. So. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. We were, um, they're working a little bit ahead from day to day just because we want them to stay busy. And sure. uh, they're, they're running out of some stuff. So Claire's uh, got some books to read. Thomas has uh, another book that he needs to start. So that's cool. Keep him busy. That's good. And and markets have been up for the last five days. So yeah, that, that certainly things. helps. That certainly um, helps. It uh, eases well, and, the tension and, and right. uh, you know, makes the clients feel a little bit better. Well, and one, one of the reasons for that is because Congress just passed uh, a stimulus bill, the CARES yeah. Act, right? CARES Isn't that Act. the acronym for it? Yeah, the Coronavirus Aid, Relief, and Economic Security Act. Okay. I, mm-hmm. I didn't know off the top of my head what it was, but that's it. Yeah. So the CARES yeah. Act. And this is, I think a lot of people have heard of this because they know, I presume a lot of people have heard of this because uh, the government will be sending everybody money. That's right. Which is that's something right. that, to my knowledge, hasn't happened since the early 2000s. I know uh, the Bush administration sent out a couple to a few hundred dollars to everybody as stimulus, uh, as the tech wreck, nine 11, all yeah. that mad stuff. Right. Right. And I believe um, were there not, um, was there not something similar for the financial crisis? I would have 
I don't soon, think so off the top of my head, but okay. I, I remember, I think there were actually two waves of it back in the early 2000s, but okay. my memory may not be serving me correctly, but either way it's happening now. We know that much. Yep. Yep. Um, yep. And so I, I think that that's the thing that's going to affect probably the most people. So we can kind of start talking about the CARES Act there. Right. Uh, why don't you, why don't you kind of bring us everybody up to speed on calculating uh, the rebates that are going to be sent to to taxpayers as part of the stimulus package. Okay, yeah, yeah. Like you said, the most notable, the one that everyone is is focused on certainly are the the payments, uh, the, the, the essentially money that you'll get from the government. Um, so this is based uh, a lot of this. So a lot of this is based on uh, 2018 or 2019 tax returns. So you know we're kind of in the the middle of we were in the middle of, ta- still are in the middle of tax season, but that got pushed yeah. from April to July 15th, as far as filing your taxes. So they'll use 2018 data if, if they need to, uh, but okay. essentially um, individuals who had up to $75,000 in adjusted gross income uh, for the last tax, for the last tax return, get $1,200 uh, married okay. couples that, that everything doubles there, right? Like usual. So $150,000 on the AGI, We'll get up to $2,400. And then there's actually $500 for each qualified child. And was that what that means is children under the age of 17. Okay. So, and, uh, that's, and that's available. The, the, the rebate for, I guess, not, is it rebate? The stimulus, the check mm-hmm. for kids, for each kid under 17 that's a dependent of yours. That There's no phase out on that. Is that right? That's correct. Yeah. Okay. yeah. So I believe that's right. Um and so, yeah, so, uh, I mean, you know, a married couple with, with four kids, uh, we'll get that, uh, and it's just a one-time payment, uh, for now, uh, for, yeah. uh, you know, that's a $4,400. Now, uh, they've, they've obviously said that, you know, this is the first round if they need to do more, you know, they have the ability to do more, but, uh, for right now, you know, the, the experts are saying, and it, the president just, you know, extended the. Uh, shelter at home till the end of April. So this is basically going to cover the month of April and, and hopefully will be, you know, available in the next, uh, in the next few weeks. For- yeah. I was going to say that's, that's a, one of the key questions is not just how much, but when, I mean, we right. are, we're recording this on March 30th. Mm-hmm. And so that means rent and mortgages and those kinds of beginning of the month bills will be, you know, starting to show up in the next couple of days for people. And these checks probably won't be here for them by then. Right. We've got a couple of weeks. Right. Right. I believe, you know, um, you know, they're looking at mid April, I think in order to get, uh, to get some of these out. Yeah. Better. I mean, better than, better than nothing for the people who Absolutely. have suddenly been cut off, uh, economically. Uh, but you know, they, it's still, it's still going to be a tight squeeze for a lot of people for a few weeks. So, um, uh, some other, there were some other parts of this CARES Act bill, right? That have to mm-hmm. do with um, kind of a whole host of things, retirement accounts and penalties and, yeah. and um, uh, employer-sponsored retirement plans, things like that, mm-hmm. required minimum distributions. What are some of those details that are relating to the retirement stuff? Right. Well, so, you know, one thing that'll certainly affect a lot of our clients, a lot of, uh, you know, other financial plan clients, the required minimum distribution that you that you just spoke of. So those will be waived uh, for 2020. So that means you don't need to take them. Clients don't need to take them, which again, this is similar to 2008. So they're, I think they're taking a lot of, of what they did in, in terms of 
you know, different acronyms and different uh, stimulus projects um, that uh, that we had from 2008. So right. uh, required minimum distributions are waived. Um, and actually, uh, taxpayers who have already taken their um, RMD or a portion of it have the option uh, to return those um, oh, wow. and, not, and not pay taxes on that. So that's... Um, so that's interesting, and that's for that's for owners, and that's for beneficiaries. So, um, okay, you know, we had we had legislation changing the way beneficiary IRAs were were going to be uh, treated, and so that uh, that kind of will actually that will get put off until next year. Um, the, the way that that goes. So it also, um, you know, for for people who are u- uh, taking advantage of the five year rule uh, for non designated beneficiaries that. Uh, 2020 is basically ignored uh, for those purposes. Okay, and so um, so that's it for RMDs, right? Okay. Um, but there's other distributions. So if you uh, related to a, retirement plans, right? Yeah, right, right. right. Okay, so yeah, um, IRAs, um, simple IRAs, 401ks, uh, 401ks, and 403bs. Right, right. So um, you take distributions uh, from IRAs or employee sponsored plans. Um, you know, if it's if it's related to economic hardship related to the virus, why well, then they'll, they'll waive the 10% penalty. Um, okay. You have the option to spread out the tax payment over three years. Then you also have the option to uh, pay back money to the IRA over three years as kind of a loan, which um, you know, normally that's that, a big that deal. IRA, yeah. Yeah. That is a big, I mean, deal. that's a, that, that is, that is a lot of latitude to be able to, yeah. Um, tap into assets that you have to remain liquid over the, you know, this is all about getting through these next right. few months where everybody's been called off the economic playing field and having years to return the money that you're taking from a retirement account is mm-hmm. I mean, that adds a lot of flexibility. Right. Right. And, and they're pretty liberal as far as, you know, what, um, what as far as who can do it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, you know, so if you have, you know, if you've been diagnosed with it, certainly you're you're part of that. Uh, if you've adverse financial consequences as a result of being quarantined or furloughed, or or being laid, you're off. taking care of somebody. I'm sure. Yeah, right? taking care of somebody. If you um ha- if you're unable to work because you can't get childcare, right? So if you're, um, right. you know, if you have a daycare that's been closed down, which I'm guessing all. I mean, that's have. a lot of people. Yeah, as, right, as, right. as being as two people with young kids, we can appreciate the necessities yeah. of, of this. Well, the issues that are created by schools and daycares and things being closed like they are right mm-hmm. now and for the foreseeable future, even. Mm-hmm. Uh, right, right. Um, yeah. So also including um, owning a business that is closed or has been even under reduced hours uh, because of, of the pandemic. Um, and then there's also one here that I'm, you know, I'm reading uh, from this. Uh, you know, some articles that we've, that we've seen, um, you know, it meets any other reason that the IRS decides, uh, is okay. So again, they're going to leave it up to, to pretty broad interpretation, which is good because yeah. Um, you know, this is kind of definitely an unprecedented thing that we're, that we're going through right now. Well, And there, there are other things in here in this bill that, and this is a big comprehensive bill and we're probably not going to be able today to get into all of the detail. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think the bill itself is like 800 pages or something. Right. But, right. Um, so there's some there's some relief in here for student loan borrowers, um, yeah. and and there's some provisions for charitable giving also. Mm-hmm. Um, but there also there is there is an expansion of unemployment 
Yeah. Yeah. So that's a big one. You know, we had the, the first unemployment report uh, that comes out every Thursday morning uh, jumped by like uh, 3 million filers, uh, 3 million claimants, I guess, of, of unemployment. Yeah. Right? And, that, largest, and that uh, was and the estimate going into that was a million and a half, which alone was jaw dropping. And the fact that right. it doubled and right. we haven't even right. hit like California hasn't even reported all that. I mean, yeah, yeah. it's going to get worse. We'll probably get some, we'll get some big ones uh, in the next couple of weeks as well. Um, so, you know, some of the provisions there, usually you have to wait a week. Um, there's kind of a week waiting period. They've waived yep. that so that you can get benefits right away. They've also increased it um, about six, well, six hundred dollars a week, um, which is twenty four hundred dollars a, a, a month, uh, which is a big, which is a big deal. Uh, I think average, average um, unemployment claims um, were four hundred dollars a week. So right. this this increases it. So now you know the the minimum basically is, or rather, the average will go from four hundred to, to six hundred, or rather four hundred to a thousand. Right, and that's uh, on top of state benefits, right? And yeah. So right. that's going to change where you live. Like in Alabama, yeah. the maximum weekly benefits two hundred and seventy five dollars, but in okay. California, it's four hundred and fifty dollars. Yeah. And so, yeah, in addition, um, so you're you're lumping those on, and they've expanded the definition of COVID nineteen related for this in the same way. Yeah. Okay. That they have for the for the borrowing, right? Mm-hmm. So you know, yeah. dependents are sick, or if your child's school is shut down, right? Um, right. But a, a big again, this is thematically we're talking about bridging the gap and trying to get everybody through this mess for mm-hmm. the next mm-hmm. few months, so we don't, so the economy doesn't kind of grind to an absolute halt and lose right. all of its momentum. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Because it's important to remember that we were, you know, the, the economy was plugging along fairly nicely. You know, we had several years of, of slow growth coming out of, you know, 10, 12 years of essentially slow growth coming out of the great recession, um, 2008 sure. and yeah, things were on track for this year. Um, yeah. quite nicely until obviously all this happened. Changed until everything. all this mess really <laughs> came to fruition. Um, there's some other stuff for business owners. Am I wrong? Yeah, no, small businesses also get a big, uh, a big chunk of this, um, big chunk of this plan. So there's, uh, basically, there's, there's the, I think the largest thing we can say is the it's called the the Paycheck Protection Program, um, and so that's administered through the Small Business Administration, uh, and and there's stipulations and and things that you uh, file for that, and so again, pretty liberal. But essentially, you can get um, you know, two and a half times your average monthly payroll cost is is what you can apply for. So that includes um, you know, payroll, salaries, rent, right. utilities, health insurance costs, which is you know certainly a big one as this is a, a health-related crisis. Um, couple catches with that: you, they, they want you to the the idea to, is to keep people on the payroll and to keep people um, right. in their employee group health insurance plan. So the the loan will actually be forgiven. So it's more of a grant than a loan if you're able to demonstrate that you. Uh, didn't uh, lose anyone from the payroll um, and the the period basically from um, either it, it, there's a couple of different ones. It's either la- last year around the same time, or if it's from the beginning of January of this year until February 15th. So basically February 15th is kind of the, the starting date for the, uh, for this, for a lot of these. And so if you keep the same number of employees, uh, those, that that would be a a grant that's basically or a loan that's forgiven that's turned into a, a grant. That, that's um, a, that's enormous. I mean, you're helping yeah. they they the federal government is helping business owners 
kind of bridge, help their employees bridge this mm-hmm. gap for the next two, three, four months, however long right. everybody's right. going to be, have to be holed up. Right. Um, exactly. exactly. And it's almost, I mean, you can imagine, okay, so, um, let's say we don't have this program and, and some small business either has to lay everyone off or a big chunk of their business off or employees off just to go work on a shoestring budget and barely make rent, make ends meet. Um, and then you have these people kind of tossed off of payroll, no, you know, Cobra health insurance, those kinds of things. And it just turns into this disaster where you have much more trouble coming back and finding a new job and having to reboot entirely as an employee or a worker versus this scenario where, yeah, I mean, yes, it's costly to the federal government, but you got to figure if you're doing a cost benefit analysis, it probably benefits everybody, the employer, the employee, and the federal government in the long run, if we can just kind of do what needs to be done to freeze and shelter in place you know, with your payroll, essentially, right. and then just flip the lights back on when we're all able to go back to work. Yeah, yeah, that's the idea. Again, you know, two and a half times, um, the again, the average monthly cost. So again, this is something that much like the uh, what we talked about earlier with individuals, uh, just right. being a one-time thing. This for businesses is basically something that could be good for two and a half months, hopefully. I mean, two and a half times that gets you if you figure April, May, and half of June. And right. God willing, right. we're all back you yeah. know, working 40 hours in the office back in or you know at restaurants and yeah, you know, yeah, all the things. Hopefully, and hopefully. I, I've seen, we won't get into this, but I've seen some, a lot, some of this like with the unemployment stuff. It also, they've broadened it to like uh, gig workers, you know, so that would be like Uber drivers and DoorDash delivery people and, and things mm-hmm. like that, where um, the pool of people who can apply for some of these benefits, not all of them, but some of these benefits is really much wider than it usually is for unemployment, right? right? right. So that's tremendously helpful as well because it's, boy, it's like we've hit, uh, the economy has just hit time out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, and and <laughs> we've all been sent the to the sidelines. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, you know, I'll, everyone's rearing to go. You know, yeah. I don't talk yeah. to one person who doesn't want to be back to normal. Oh, for I know, sure. God, I know I do. I'll bet you, you do. <laughs> um, and uh, it's interesting. I, I'll just anecdotally, we, you know, we went down, I may have told you this earlier, but we went down to one of the local nurseries here because we're going to, you know, you're stuck at home. You might as well do a little bit of gardening. The weather's getting nicer. And so we're, the, the nursery is out in the sticks and has acres of space. Um, but apparently everybody else in the Valley thought the same thing. So they were all there at the nursery also. So not a whole lot of uh, social distancing like you're supposed to. I mean, everybody's really trying, but it was tough. Mm-hmm. Um, but you could just tell everybody was dying, dying to get out there and do stuff and get out of the house. Um, I know it's anecdotal, but it just strikes me as kind of the same way everybody came swooping back after 9-11 and came swooping back after like the polar vortex. You remember that about five years oh, yeah, ago? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Once the East Coast thawed out, Everybody went out and resumed. Made, yeah. They didn't just resume things; they made up for lost time. So, right, right, absolutely. You know, well, that's 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 another big thing. There's a lot of pent up demand, um, and, and if we can get back to normal, and, and people, for the most part, can can hold on to their jobs and get back to normal. And again, it's you know, even if even if we're back to work or, or back to you know, seemingly normal by the end of end of may into june there, there's probably still going to be restrictions um i don't yep. think you'll see sold out movie theaters i don't think they'll allow that i no. don't know that you'll see some of the music festivals where they you know pack ten thousand people into a right uh, an enclosed area yeah, um, you're good you you and aaron are probably gonna have to wait another year for bottle rock yeah there you go yeah <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, that'll be suspended a little bit too. So yeah, um, but yeah, everyone's going to be wanting to do. Um, okay, so I need a bold. Yeah. With that in mind, I need a bold prediction out of you before we finish this regarding when sports come back. Ah, because this I'm dying. <laughs> I'm dying. <laughs> I'm, when sports come back, are they going to play it without fans? I think? think they will. I think they will. I think, um, but that'll be tough too because you know they you have the sports and you have the, the all those players playing. But you know, there's a lot of employees you know selling peanuts in the in the right. bleachers, and if there's no fans, then those people don't have jobs either. So, oh, gee, I don't know. This is. I don't uh, well, know. I don't know if I can make any bold predictions about that. I'm glad I'm not the one in charge to try to to make those. Luckily, we've well, got so I've heard. I've heard there. There were two things I've heard. Okay. So Belarus, the country Belarus, oh, uh-huh. is essentially like a dictatorship. Sure. And they're not canceling anything, so they're about to start their soccer season. Oh. I don't want. I'm. I don't watch the most. The all the soccer I've watched in the last year it was when my five year old was playing. Right on. It was really riveting stuff, but I will tune in to oh, overnight yeah. soccer out of Belarus just to watch something live. Well, uh, and then players, you'll get your you'll get your jerseys. Yeah, I'll, I'll pick Belarus a team. Jersey. I'll get the, you know the the um, scarves that they wave around. And, stuff. Um, and then the other thing is that uh, there is uh, I think I forget what the league's name is, but there's a basketball league that's like three on three. It's owned by Ice Cube and a couple other investors. Oh yeah, I've heard of that one. Uh-huh. They're talking about like renting out. MGM or something okay. and having a, where you, they have, they test all the players, they make sure they're healthy and then they all are quarantined among themselves and they play a basketball tournament over a few weeks. Oh, there we go. Yeah. At a hotel or at a, sure. some place where they're all sequestered and so they can mm-hmm. actually do it live. So there's going to be, there's going to be, be a way. Yeah. All the, uh, all the different solutions people come up with to try. If, if to this doesn't normal, tell you yeah. that people are clamoring, clamoring, <laughs> To get back to it, I don't know what mm-hmm. does. Yeah, I don't know what does. So, well, I we we were we we're talking stimulus packages, and we're finishing with sports desperation. But that's kind of where we are right now, right? In terms, of, we've covered the gamut of the sequester, and uh, you know, we'll see where we kind of go from here. Um, any other points on the bill that we missed, Nick? Or I think we got most of the highlights. Yeah, I think here, we have most you? of the big things. There's, uh, you know, obviously a lot of details. Um, you know, clients that are hearing this that have questions certainly give us a call, and we can uh, try to get through it either with uh, you know together or with the help of a. Uh, accountants are always good on this because it's a lot of tax related stuff. So we've sure. got plenty of resources that we can. Uh, we can leverage to to help everyone out as best. Absolutely, we yeah. We I mean we're always working with the with the with the tax preparers and accountants in town and even out of town as we try and navigate through all of this stuff. Um, and and if you have questions, and you want to give us a call five five nine four four nine eight six nine zero. You can find us at fordfg.com. Uh, you can also email us at info at fordfg.com. And I'll, I will finish with this admonition. Where, where I mentioned this on our Facebook video that we posted today uh, on, on Monday the 30th. Um, to our clients, you may be receiving calls from numbers you don't recognize because as many of us are working from home to help keep our staff and keep our clients safe and healthy, uh, we'll be calling from our own private numbers like home phone numbers and cell phone numbers. And so if you see a weird number pop up, and this probably goes for more than just us, but if you see a weird number pop up, uh, you know it might be your financial advisor on the other line. So consider that also. So, well, Nick, thanks for the update. Thanks for doing the, all the homework for for everybody, uh, so we can kind of get up to speed on this. And we'll probably 
um, maybe check back in on this as things develop. We might even get another one of these. So yeah, uh, we'll have yeah. to wait and see. So, all right, we'll leave it right there and we'll leave some time for some disclosures. All right. Thanks, Brian. The advisors with Ford Financial Group are registered representatives with and securities are offered through LPL Financial, member FINRA and SIPC. Investment advice is offered through Ford Financial Group, a registered investment advisor and a separate entity from LPL. The opinions voiced in this material are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. All performance referenced is historical and is no guarantee of future results. All indices are unmanaged and may not be invested into directly. Stock investing involves risk, including loss of principal. No strategy assures success or protects against loss. The economic forecasts set forth in this podcast may not develop as predicted. Ford Financial Group and LPL Financial do not provide tax or legal advice or services. This information is not intended as a solicitation or an offer to buy or sell any security referred to herein.